This week, more of life's tough questions, like what if your shoes drop the N-bomb? And when you go number two, do you count how many sheets you use? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the show where we tell you how to feel. I am Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the newly gymmed Phil Causey. Phil. Uh, hi. Yes. Uh, telling people how to feel. Telling people what to do. How yeah. to think. Uh, you had an interesting week, Phil. Uh, I've had a very f- couple of interesting... Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say, we always record this with lead time, so you, we're all everyone's going to hear this next week. But we're currently recording this during baseball opening day, and uh, I've been drinking since like three in the afternoon. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, go team, go sports. That's that's all I want to say about that. I don't know. That's what we're supposed to do on opening day for baseball. You're just supposed to drink. On, I feel uh, like for most sports related occasions, that's the primary function. Am I wrong in saying that? I don't know about uh, opening day for basketball. Everyone's like, yeah, basketball. I don't know. I think <laughs> it is because think about it. It's wintertime, right? So you're got nothing else to do but sit inside and get hammered i I think that's uh accurate Mm. right for football it's on sunday you drink right for baseball well baseball is also like the beginning of or the supposed beginning of springtime even i say this as it's like 45 fucking degrees (laughs) and foggy in new york city today right but yeah today was the first day that i refused to wear my winter coat i went with just a light jacket because i was like fuck you it's baseball season nope we're done we're done with winter i hope forever well i feel like your syntax is pretty good for someone who claims to be drunk so, <laughs> well done. High tolerance. And that third laugh you hear is our guest, Brooke Arnold. Brooke. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. You just came from a, sh- a show <laughs> at a psychiatric facility, isn't I that right? I did. I did. I just did a, I just did a comedy show at a psych. psych just now? Like today? It was today. It was this afternoon. Like I, the reason I was running late is I, go, I had to go home and like change and like, you know, let my dog out. To get the Staten Island stank off of you? Yeah, no, I had to like let my dog out. So the show is at a, a psych ward in Staten Island? I've, I've gathered a, a just psych, this so far. A psych ward in like South Staten Island. So it's like at the very bottom of the island. So the exact opposite. You have to like not only take a ferry from the bottom, go to the bottom of Manhattan, take a ferry to Staten Island. You have to drive the entire length. Of Staten Island. You know, to get to Staten it. Island is actually more accessible than people think because they have these express buses that go there. You know, there's like a there's like a Williamsburg there. I did a show. No, I did not know. There's that. a hipster area. Really? I I did a show in one last week. It was the one of the most fun shows I've ever done. It was like sold out. There's like 50 people. It was like the back of a typewriter repair shop slash metalworking wow, that does space. Sound exactly Wait, it's like called Brooklyn. Williamsburg or you're saying it's no, like it's Williamsburg? No, it's a hipster. There's like a hip underground okay. hipster enclave. They actually kidnapped like 50 hipsters and they moved them to Staten Island oh, to try yeah. to get some culture out there. I think it's, watch, watch, like two years from now it'll be a hit. It'll be like the next Bushwick. Like it was like, ar- it was already very much bursting. So it was cool. It was cool. It was hip. It was Well, fun. I mean the psych ward wasn't. I was saying the show I did was cool. The psych <laughs> ward was terrifying. It was... Really a scary and so did dark they, place. Did they think your jokes were funny, or did they just kind of, you know, well, stare the, at you and the lady that was in charge like grabbed my arm before I went in and was like, "No <laughs> racial <laughs> or political humor." 
She told you no political humor? Yeah, I was like, Did yeah, you... of course not. Huh? Right. <laughs> I actually kind of like messed with her. I got on stage and I was like, oh, I heard you guys don't like political jokes, so I'm not going to tell any, and then just immediately did one, and everybody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, people will laugh if it's funny. Like, you know right. what I mean? I love, it's like, so, I do these like, shows sometimes, and then they... Like, I love how they just tell you right before, like, yeah, don't do anything that's funny. Right. And it's not any like a topic I'm... that people might find, you know, <laughs> don't do that. And it's like, I, I guess I just think people, I think it's like, like the effect of social media mm-hmm. on people, but like people think everything's an opinion. It's not an opinion. It's a joke. Like right. so much of the things I say in my set aren't like deeply, my deeply held beliefs you that know, I that must one, express. That is one part of culture and part of outrage culture, because I've noticed this trend in the last couple of years where somebody will hear a joke and then they'll think to themselves, does this fit my worldview? It does not fit my exact worldview. I cannot laugh. This is not funny. Pretend it's not funny. Everyone stare. Like, yeah, even though it's a well-written it's funny crazy. joke. Especially here in Brooklyn. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy, yeah. And it's yeah. it's it's so, like, it's such an anathema to, like, what comedy is. And so, like, for example, like, the most recent Chappelle special, I didn't agree with everything he said, but I really... I did, and I'll fight for it. No, but I really appreciated <laughs> the fact that he was fucking up there talking about stuff that's happening in this moment in a right. very honest, raw, and willing-to-be-wrong kind of and way. I thought, that, I thought that was brave. I think that... I don't know, maybe it's no, just... No, that's the thing. That's the thing. That f- hold on. I want to stop you right there because oh, I agree yeah. with what you're saying, but I want to agree with the exact sentence you just... Disagree, I mean, with the exact sentence you just said. Mm-hmm. It, what he's doing is not brave by any normal... What should be normal comedic standards, but it really is just people are so fucking sensitive now that... How many articles came out within that week that said, like, Dave Chappelle's problematic. He's last generation. He's racist. He's homophobic. He's sexist. All this crazy shit that really wouldn't have even batted an eyelash at 10 or 15 years ago. Okay, you have been drinking this three o'clock. <laughs> oh my god i have but no i'm passionate about this as you are <laughs> no i'm teasing you so so let's uh let's meet actually meet our guest for a second here so you recently just had your uh your breakout special is that what i i understand here? Uh, yeah yeah so talk about that for a second uh so the breakout special or breakout it's a, a series done it's called breakout outer series it's done by uh caroline's which is a famous New York City, Carolyn's on Broadway, very famous. Yeah, it's like in the it's like if you watch like the first season of Louie, it's like where he's performing, like in all the stand up scenes, the one with the kind of like diamond orange. Yeah, the diamond logo, diamond logo in the back. Yeah. And so they every I guess occasionally will ask like newer comics, younger comics, people with like less of a not as established, you know, uh, to do uh, to headline the club to do an hour, which was really fucking cool you know of course uh i'm self-destructive enough that as soon as they offered it to me i just like immediately went on like a horrible downward spiral yeah yeah. and anything we always ask our guests you want me to plug (laughs) (laughs) the world of brooklyn what's yeah like what in general well we more so creatively uh if you want to talk air some dirty laundry you can but we mean creatively any projects mainly yeah aside from that okay yeah so i'm working on this it's interesting so i Last year, so I, I grew up in a cold, in case you guys didn't know. It's weird. I know that's an odd thing to say, to bust out, but it's just true. You know, I don't know what, I don't know how to get around it. <laughs> and I hadn't really talked about it on stage at all because it was something that caused me a tremendous amount of shame and embarrassment, you know? Like, nobody wants to be weird cult girl. What was the know? name of your the cult? 
It was called the Institute in Basic Life Principles. Okay. It seems innocuous enough. You that's, know, you know, you no, that's how cults have a cult. do it. Yeah, yeah. You got to go under the radar. You want to fly under the radar. No, yeah. the, see, you know, cults always do that shit where they, 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 they try to make it sound like it's this very innocent sort of thing. Like yeah, you got to lure them in, you know. Kinda, yeah. And then before they fuck your shit up. But it's not like it's not like a cool, like, you know, there's a charismatic leader and everybody wears flowers in their hair, kind of like you live in a commune cult. It's a fundamentalist Christian homeschool cult. Oh, that's way more boring than a regular cult. <laughs> it's pretty awful. <laughs> uh, it's actually the same one that the Duggar family of 19 kids and counting. Oh. Oh. So you're, you're working on a project that has to do with this cult? Is that what I... She's trying to recruit more people to the cult. I'm yeah, that's to, what I guess. I'm this is their teach. outreach. She's not like, oh yeah, it's part of this cult. I'm uh, just trying to teach people about basic life principles. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> oh wait. So, were you were working on something? Are you working on like comedy now? You're finally trying to start material. Well, no, actually, well, so I, I uh, had been working on a documentary about it last year, and uh, we were ironically enough ready for it, signed by Weinstein. <laughs> About a couple. Why would that be ironic? <laughs> Please explain. I don't know. Why would it be? <laughs> I guess I just find it ir- ironic every time a man comes up and complains about to me uh, to me about me too, and I'm like, no, I actually really got fucked over <laughs> uh, by that. Although I support it. So is the project now like not going to happen, or so is it, on hold? Or? So it was kind of on hold. It's transitioned into like it's with. Uh, do you know? That it depends. Are you going to suck this dick or not? <laughs> do you know it, okay? uh, Soledad O'Brien? Ryan from CNN. Yes. So we're with her production company. So she's landed into a different. She had signed the deal with Weinstein. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't context there. And so she's kind of she's going to do it into more of like a, a like a news series where she interviews people rather than like as kind of a feature documentary. Okay. And now, are you still in touch with your family who is part of the cult? No. They don't. They they didn't take too kindly to you not being <laughs> in the cult. They did not take too kindly to that. No. And how old were you when you decided to leave the cult? I was seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So the I, way it works is like, where your dad will have a vision from God about who you're supposed to marry. Okay. And my dad had a vision, and I did not agree. <laughs> so I ran away from home to like get out of oh. getting put into this arranged marriage because. Well, who this is like to, basically how my parents met. That, I, what right? were you trying yeah. to say? It was wrong with my parents' marriage. <laughs> I mean, it, they do have high success rates. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you leave, you die. I've never met your father, but I can guarantee he was better than the like rope the guy who used a piece of rope for a belt that was my <laughs> God-given fiance. You know what? My dad is actually the exact kind of guy who would use a rope for a belt <laughs> to save money. That's like, a guy like, whose parents... Be, it keeps pants up. What well, do you no, need? That's, that's the kind of guy whose parents based. have to find him a wife, you know? <laughs> I feel like... Also, a lot of cults are in, like, kind of out-of-the-way places, you know? A lot of them are very economically uh, strifed, or is that even a word? Struggling. Okay. Now, you, you were homeschooled, so, like, mm-hmm. how did you get... How did you... Start. To, I'm, I'm interested in this. How did you start okay. to think that some of this stuff is not right? Because all your sources of information right. were the cult. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a complete isolation. You know, we weren't allowed to listen to music or watch movies or, you know. Not even Christian rock? Like Creed and no, shit? No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely no. not. Uh, he had this, like, the whole thing of, like, a rock beat. So if there was any, if there was, like, a single-fotted beat on the first and third measures of a four four i don't know <laughs> music theory <laughs> so but yeah no music just like hymns 
or like classical music, you know? And it made no difference that like Tchaikovsky was a homosexual. It just, there's no drums, you know? And so it actually kind of started. Like, I didn't know Tchaikovsky was a homo. Is that is this common knowledge? I have no idea what you guys are even talking about anymore. <laughs> I have to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Colts, Tchaikovsky. Uh, this is. Uh... Okay, so you you're yeah you're in this you're in this cult. And yeah, then, I'm uh, in this cult. And then how did you how did you <laughs> just even th- think to get out of the cult if you like got all the information from the cult? It was like a long, you know, it was a long process. It was like a little, like a little thing. Like was it like the movie The Truman Show where like you, somebody fell in love with you and was like, I have to tell you. Like, God, the I truth wish. Or... I'm not that lucky. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely not Trying that break lucky. break you out of the cult. Do you, you what men don't like just kind of randomly fall in love with? A girl in a prairie dress. <laughs> Depends on with personal taste. With like taste. no education. Like that's not oh, the yeah. most attractive thing in the world. Well, I guess one of those is. So, <laughs> I can get down. With the prairie dress. You know, they, they be, I know. was guessing no education. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you you can make a prairie dress sexy. I don't know. Yes, uh, I am currently working on. I got, I did get to plug earlier. But I'm currently working on a narrative investigative podcast about the cult that I grew up at, and it will be out later this year. So What's follow it gonna be me. Called? It's going to be called American Gothard. Ooh. So if you want to hear that, uh, follow me and you can tune into that. Absolutely. I hope. You called it an investigative podcast. What do you mean by that? What I mean is that I spent, when I was doing the working on the documentary, I spent like two years investigating it and I hadn't thought about it since I was a kid. You spent two years investigating your, your cult. The cult I grew up at, right? And I got this kind of like Rosetta Stone to all my like psychological issues and like the way I think about the world and feel about the world. And so I... Uh, when the wine scene thing got canceled, I was like, I don't know what to do with like all of these hundreds of documents. So I decided to kind of turn it into like a, a narrative podcast where I talk about my journey of like looking back at this stuff that shaped how I think and how I feel and what's the history of this organization and what are their connections to, to Trump and like major GOP players and like, you know, kind of just basically like serial, but for my cult, <laughs> I guess. How large is your cult? Uh, at its peak, it was three million. Oh my god! I was the whole time I was picturing like a few thousand or at most. Yeah, no. I was picturing like twenty guys and like. Why a, is it so yeah. huge and not so well known? Or I or is it, am I just in a bubble? Or is it is it well known in the South or in the in the if, Christian community? In the like, if you were if you were an evangelical like Christian, you would know it. But like, if you were if you'd grown up in that world or were familiar with that world, like that's it's very much in that. You know, yeah, it's peak. What do you think it is now? That's a great question. That I I think it's a lot smaller, but it's very difficult for me to know because I don't have access to any. They kind of gone under the ground um, uh, the last couple of years because of like the sex scandal with Josh Duggar, and then there was a sex scandal with the leader Bill Gothard. He uh, was accused of like sexually abusing girls. That uh, worked for him, you know. Oh well, that's every call. I thought that's. I like, know that's the whole that's point. The part of the, no, that's the whole point. Sounds, of the, the whole point this sounds about right. So check out American Gothard. Is that what yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And is there a month, a release date on that? Uh, it's. I'm aiming for September. So awesome. Yeah. So end of the summer, definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you guys ready to move on to uh, some outrage? Let's do the outrage. What, what? I think we're gonna start with yours today. Sandy. All right. Let's do this. Uh, so this week. Um, Groupon got several people to buy into outrage, guys. Uh, after oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. Did uh, they, they get a good it. deal on their outrage? Yeah, they got a great deal. Because two third-party <laughs> vendors in China offered boots for sale in various colors. And one of the color choices was N-word brown. 
but not they they spelled out <laughs> n-word um yeah oh, one boy. place was offering female moccasins this is in china you said no, it, it was on Groupon. The vendors were Chinese-based. Uh, oh. Well, that makes out. sense, because Chinese people are racist. Well, I also, suppose. like, I like I mean, like, the the word, like, Negro is the word for black in a lot of, like, romance languages. Right. So it was probably most likely just, like, a Google Translate fail. You know? I don't ah, think that they were, like, theory. trying like to that. do, Wow, like, I didn't think of that. I have, I'm, like, why? I was trying to think why yeah. and how. Yeah, because like if it's you because like in Spa- like in Spanish, I think is it is it negro? Is negro yeah. is uh, that brown was a Spanish translation. So, she was yeah. not saying the English version, just for anybody who wants to get. Angry <laughs> I'm just trying to save you from. I will calling, not. Calling I will you not. racist on the internet for no reason. I will not ever. But that's kind of like why because like if you ever read those like IKEA instructions that they just like like a Chinese person just like right. puts them yeah. In, yeah Google Translate. I think that's what that's kind of my theory. That's really good. I I was kind of shaking my head because I was trying to read it for more information on are, wh- who are these vendors? Why do they well, do this? Were they the black boots? No, they were brown. It was, the color was N word brown, but there was black was a separate so, color. So the intention of the because <laughs> well you know well, yeah the, well, okay, I'm trying to, to logically break this down to like if I was like a somebody in marketing. So you know how there's like cherry red and there's right. brick red and there's aqua blue. So they they were trying to like nail the exact skin tone of a black person, right? Through these boots, yeah, to sell them. I suppose, but there was like there was like three or four, it wasn't like they had like fourteen shades. There was like for one of the boots there was four colors. For one of them there uh-huh. were three colors: just brown, n word brown, and black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's black brown. Uh, maybe it, are they like three shades? So it's like brown, like you know, like like yeah. blue black. You know how like right. blue black? It's like br- blue navy. You mean? I think navy what they're blue? trying to say is like between brown and black. Yes. <laughs> very very poorly. So who's upset, Sandy? Okay, so I yeah, thought, who's upset about? I this? thought that okay. So obviously people flagged this on Groupon and they they notified Groupon and Groupon took it down. I thought this was a pretty clear like. Um, the, clearly, you know, you can't be marketing N word brown is offensive. <laughs> but the, here's what I wanted to discuss. Was it spelled thought, with an E R or just the A? No, 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 no. The E R. Hard E R. Yeah. Wow. I, okay. <laughs> they actually yeah. used asterisks for the I. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so the Groupon gets gets notified that they that these senders are have this color. They take it down. They issue this this statement. This is Groupon statement. This is completely unacceptable and violates our policies. To say nothing of our values, when made aware of the issue, we immediately remove the deal as well as a third-party seller from our marketplace. Language like this has no praise on Groupon. We're further strengthening our self-service controls to ensure it doesn't happen again. But the outrage is so people on the internet still want to boycott Groupon. They're like, this isn't this isn't enough. And this is, I think, what the issue is. Is like I every time there's an issue like a company, it, I feel like every time something happens and the person who does the thing acknowledges that they what they did say it's wrong and then and then do like what they can to remedy the situation it's not enough in our culture and this is i think of getting to be a problem everyone just wants everyone to go away they just want boycott no groupon can't exist anymore it's like dude, yeah they want to ruin lives and ruin companies wait like groupon's getting boycotted over this yeah it's a lot of twitter outrages like they that's should yeah. be boycotted I'm sure, that's absurd i'm that's sure letting abs- this happen that's absolutely absurd even if even if even if the in the worst possible like interpretation of this incident right say these chinese people that were posting this on group and were malignant 
KKK racist, whatever the verse, you right. know? And they were like, we're going to put that, we're going to call these shoes this N word. No one was hurt by this. No, no one, no one, no, no lives were harmed. Nobody's life is worse off because someone posted a shoe with a racial slur on Groupon. That's absurd. Yeah, the seldomly mentioned Asian branch of the KKK. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are mistaking, like, oh, like honest, like, mistaken oversight and oh god we didn't like we're just there i mean groupon's like the place where people put on and i'm sure they have some kind of like vending of the vetters but they probably don't go through every single color and every single item and and look for racist language it's probably not something that like is immediately obvious that you have to do yeah but i feel like there should be certain like algorithmic uh buzzwords that they just kind of catch i here's the thing i know this was a third-party seller apparently that was through groupon this wasn't like on the Groupon front page. Am I correct in saying that, Sandy? But you found it through on Groupon. Like I don't, I don't front page or yeah, you found it. You, I, I mean, you log on to Groupon. There are these deals. I suppose. I, I guess. have to err towards uh, Groupon. Should have fucking known better. Like, this is 2018. Here's the thing: the N word is among the highest level uh, words in terms of like outrage power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. There's a lot of lesser words, like you mentioned the Spanish word for black. If you said that in English, that would also stir the almost the same amount of outrage. And so, like, there should be a way to catch what's the Spanish word for black in English. Now I've, I've lost, I've lost this train of thought. Negro in Spanish. Oh, and like negro. If you say, okay, there we go. You're, That's not offensive, though, is it? I mean, it is in 2018. It, I feel like everything's offensive. If you're offensive. saying the Spanish word for black is negro, that's not offensive. If yeah. you're calling someone that, then yeah, that's kind of offensive. We, yeah. we also usually we we have a black person usually for these topics. Yes, and so I I, and Brooke uh, Arnold is like the so white that she was part of a fundamentalist Christian. Uh, I know. Uh, right, cult. Right. So this is a tough. This, this is tough waters for us. Are to, we supposed uh, to be talking about this, guys? Uh, well, I don't know, Sandy. If you're brown, so you're I'm like the darkest person here. Yeah, I, I got the most street cred. You're the honorary black person in the room, I guess. That's yeah. by default. I think you. That's how we're gonna have to do this. Um, I, I, they should have known better. That's kind of where my stance is on this. And I think there should be some type of, cause by the way, when, when you go to put up, um, podcast titles, and I know that from doing this show, there are certain words that we're not allowed to use. In oh, the were title. you trying to put up the N word and <laughs> you're like, damn it, I want to call this the, well, no, one of the, um, well, actually, you know, we talked about this last week. Do you remember how there was the guy that had the dog that he taught to be a Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> you can't use the word Nazi in your titles. Oh, okay. You have to like somehow whatever you do some other word. And so the thing is like the N word should be one of those words that the people who work at the brain trust of Groupon, they don't allow that word in your ads. I feel like that's that should be a pretty, uh, you know, standard policy. Yeah, so I guess that does seem like it would be doable, right? Like you just have the computer check. You run a multi-billion-dollar app. I feel like you should you can put a filter in for the N word. It shouldn't be that fucking difficult, you know? Right. Yeah, I agree. Well, I I just feel like that's such a I feel like that's such a uh, con- contradictory opinion than to the one you were giving while ago. What do you mean? Do so you think companies should censor? What kinds of things are used on their what were what language is used on their website? I mean, isn't that a violation of free speech? Not, free speech is usually like the government can't censor language from people. Yeah, but companies it's, yeah, can but censor. I'm talking, I'm talking censor about, like I'm talking a about the, the spirit of the spirit of free speech. I'm right, not talking about like your First Amendment right to free speech. Obviously, that's not violated there. But I'm saying right. like I'm saying you seem like an ideological proponent of the concept of free speech itself. So why why are you in support of companies then censoring what okay, kinds no, of no, things? Okay, no, no, that's a good I'm question. No, no, I, I, I like this question, and let me in my drunken stupor try to figure this out because I I actually I know what you're trying to ask. Yeah. 
here's the thing is that people can say whatever they want in, in any platform they want, including these types of sales things. But you have to understand that there is going to be some kind of backlash right. when there when you drop the end bomb. So right. the company, knowing that there's going to be a backlash for certain buzzwords, uh, the N-word being obviously one of the prime examples of it, they should have uh, some type of stopgap in place to prevent that from happening so they don't end up in situations like this. Because they're not just like a person being impressed by a government. They're a corporation trying to sell shit. And right. so it's a different context. Yeah. Uh, right. And I think actually the, the concept of free speech is consistent with the company being able to not uh, allow language on their site that's their speech that's their they don't oh, i think they absolutely yeah. could i'm saying he's i'm just i was just questioning why he was like i'm holding them responsible i just kind of thought to me i just like i don't think like if i own a company it would never occur to me i should ban the n-word on my on my groupon app i would just never occur that it would just never occur to me that that would be a possibility that someone would do it. Look, you I'm would like like po- post something with that on it. I'm right. for people being able to say the n word and and having I'm the not, face. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> and, and, then, and then having to face the consequences of it. Right. Okay. And so you have to know better to not drop that. I guess. And that's so the company should know better in this case. Is kind of where I'm at. I, I see where you're saying. I see what you're saying from like a like a marketing standpoint. I absolutely agree with you. Obviously, you know what I, I guess. I'm just like. I guess I I like the idea of people saying things and facing real consequences for them versus people's people like having the ability to to say things removed entirely. Well, this is I not, think this that is not a person like, because a person if you don't like what they're saying you can confront them in some way. This is just like a faceless corporation and so the way Right, but a person's po- you're posting something on Groupon, right? You're posting your you're posting your ad. It's not like Groupon yeah. right, Groupon doesn't write the ads. No, but they should have some type of approval process for yeah. it because they're the company that ultimately is putting it on their site and their app to sell. So, you know, I- you in order to invest this, in order for Groupon to say, we give this our Groupon seal of approval, yeah. maybe it should not have the N-word. Oh, I think <laughs> I, I think that's just, absolutely true. That's all I'm saying. I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. I don't I yeah. don't support the use of that word in any in anything. I just think it's silly. I just think it's silly that people are outraged over what's obviously to, in my opinion, an obviously like language translation error, and that like mm. Groupon is being held responsible for something that's just really banal. That like that doesn't hurt. No one was hurt by right. that list. And my sense you was know they like I mean? responded like, like, how they were supposed to, and then it's like it just seems like it's not enough for um, for people who like need to boycott Groupon. It's like it just dude, seems they crazy they're to they're me. on your side, man. Just, is, is that your... like me boycotting Uber because like one driver sexually harassed me or something and me being like we have to shut this down you know it's like it's such a crazy yeah. overreaction so sandy as the um default black person in the room <laughs> you that opinion oh right, well let's rule so uh i <laughs> uh yeah i'm uh, i'm gonna give this i i think groupon i think that the initial outrage over the if there's n-word boots uh, i think that's legit but the groupon responded i think how we should ask people to respond and companies sure, to yeah. respond and so I think the continued outrage is fake outrage. So I'll go with fake outrage. Uh, on I'm that going part. legit outrage in this one for the, all the reasons I just said. Uh, they should have fucking known better. Again, if you're selling stuff and you're marketing things and trying to make money, uh, generally speaking, m- money and dropping the n bomb on people don't mix. And most most bad words unless you're hip hop don't mix. Well, yeah, well that would be the exception or one of the exceptions. So I have to go legit. All right, Brooke, you're the tiebreaker. Uh, I definitely, I definitely think it's bullshit. Oh, oh yeah, boom! Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. 
All right, moving on. Phil. Moving along. Uh, we're, so we're going to go from the internet to the UK now, a place that we we, we often mine for uh, for topics here, Sandeep. And this comes to us from Olds Windford, England, which is uh, just west of Birmingham, England, just outside that uh, that area there. And this comes from Olds Windford Primary School. And primary school, I think that's like another word for like elementary school, junior high, right? Yeah, it's it's a, it's based primary school is would be a public education meaning a private school in England uh it's the secondary level so like 8th through 12th grade. Well, no, cuz isn't isn't secondary school isn't that high school isn't that what that translates to? That's how I've understood it. Yeah. Primary is like Okay, so I'm assuming this is little kids. Uh, oh, is like it little elementary, kids? Elementary to junior high age because they didn't specify in any of the articles that I found. Anyway, not terribly, <laughs> terribly important. So more school outrage, Sandeep. More school outrage, uh, 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 an often thing we cover on the show here. And what happened was parents are very upset in this town because the teachers have removed toilet paper from the bathrooms. And now, if you are a little kid and has to use a bathroom, you have to ask for your toilet paper. And why did they remove the toilet paper from the bathrooms? Here's the thing. It's very unclear, because I read a few different things on this. And, see, my my initial thought was that it was a little kid, like, playing a prank. Because what they said here was that it, it was to deal with... Uh, flooding of the toilets that they've yeah, been dealing with Yeah, it seems like a few incidents where people clog, use the yeah. toilet paper to clog up the toilet and, and flood it. Yeah. And this happens so a lot in prison. <laughs> and <laughs> in women's bathrooms. Yeah. Prison, William, yeah. women's bathrooms, bitches, and primary school. Bitches cannot keep tampons well, out of the toilet. It's insane. If toilet clogging is the issue, that means one of two things happened. Either one, okay, some little kid is pulling a prank and taking a bunch of paper and throwing it in the toilet and flushing it and getting it to overflow because uh, as a funny joke. Or someone's just dropping huge dumps. <laughs> so I think they were saying that the, the, it was it was choice one. Like that's why they took the paper out because these yeah. kids were because because the kids, kids were, were fucking around. Kids are fucking around with the toilet paper. Um, here, here's and so this, here's a result of this though is that kids would have to ask if they wanted to use a bathroom to their teacher. Like you know how you raise your hand like, hey, can I use the lab or can I use the bathroom? I guess they would have to ask for the toilet paper. The loo. <laughs> yes, if you're going to the loo, I, guess loo. I, I suppose they call it there. Now, is this worse for boys or girls? What do you think? What's more embarrassing, I mean? Be it's, like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom, and I need the roll. It's incredibly worse for girls because okay. you have to use toilet. You ha- absolutely have to use toilet papers for both um, things. Wouldn't that make it and worse for guys, though? I know. What's that? Wouldn't that make it worse for guys? Because for guys, if you say, like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom, and I need the roll, that means that you're definitely going number two. I guess I was just thinking like you are outed for taking a dump. Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's true. I guess what I was thinking about is like you know (laughs) if you don't if you don't wipe properly, you know it can cause health problems and like your urinary tract infection. So I was thinking like if I was a little kid, I would be too embarrassed to ask, and so like I might go without peeing all day or might like you know apparently some of the kids yeah yeah, some of the kids said that's what I'm saying. I that was I guess just the way I reacted was like I wouldn't ask at all because I just like rather than being embarrassed that like I need to do a number two, I was just like I'm embarrassed to have to ask like at all, you know. <laughs> Did you have to ask to go to the bathroom when you were homeschooled? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. See, there's some advantages. Yeah. <laughs> and so the uh, head teacher, which I assume this is a small school, and that's their word for principal, uh, Mrs. Seeker or Seeker said that this is only a temporary policy because soon they're going to be installing lockable dispensers. 
and this is only uh, uh, there to monitor behavior. So that does lead to the first theory we mentioned a minute ago of somebody is stealing and and fucking with the toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty clear. They're like, we had all these incidents and um, where people clogged the toilet, so... No toilet paper for everyone. How often, though? Like, it was often enough yeah. where, like, it's like, we got to smoke out the mole, yeah. the culprit. You know, yeah, it's one fucked up, fun, one asshole kid. Yeah, and, it's yeah. one kid. I think this is gross and horrible. I'm outraged. Like, <laughs> like it's abusive. Like, like Wait, it, well, what's abusive? Taking the, taking taking the to- paper? Taking toilet paper away. Like, like no no child no human being has control over their need to to defecate or urinate and to 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 wrest control of that away uh from a child and put it into this authority figure like this kind of like mm. bureaucratized authority figure it's gross to me it really freaks me out i don't like it at all it's it's like fascistic to me it makes me uncomfortable it is very uncomfortable and i also was wondering and i couldn't find this out either what the gender ratio of this was. Because if it's a problem with, like, the boys' bathroom oils over flooding, wouldn't you just let the girls have their TP or vice versa? Well, oh, maybe they point. use gender-neutral bathrooms. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe they were just so goddamn woke over in uh, Old Winsford. Olds, Olds Winford? I don't know how to fucking say that, but Olds Winford, England. Yeah, they just have just one set of bathrooms. I don't know. I don't know. These are all questions what you if, have to like, ask. If you're in a classroom where you have to go ask for the toilet paper to go to the bathroom, wouldn't it become pretty like not a big deal after a while? You know, yeah. like if you're like but the, the first know, day, th- there's I gonna be ten people. It's gonna be like not gonna. You can't just make fun of people for asking for the toilet because everyone's gonna do this. At I some think point. it would though because here's the thing. Like, what if like you know your your family ate at Taco Bell the night before, mm-hmm. right? Because you got like a B plus on your spelling test and they want to take you out for um, crunchy uh, chicken wraps. Oh my god! Obviously, this is not an Indian family. No yeah. one's okay. no one's going out to dinner for after for a B plus. That no. was my no, that was my thought too. I'm a perfectionist. I was like B plus. The, okay, fine. Okay, fine, fine. A minus. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Would A minus be okay with your Indian family? Or <laughs> no. no? What, what the fuck is the minus doing there? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck is the minus? Yeah. Okay. Like I cried when I got a ninety two. Um, like. Yeah. On, okay. Like, so anyway. So no. So I after like, they whipped you with a belt, they didn't bring you out oh for food. Oh my god. So were you like an amazing expert on the Bible? Because they had to. Like, oh, I know everything about the Bible. Because they're yeah. like, oh my god, you got ninety in the Bible. I'm like, oh my god, God's gonna hate I me for the two percent. Right, right. The devil made me miss two percent. <laughs> okay. So uh, well, anyway, when I, when I went to school when a kid like in Texas in the eighties, right? I went for the first couple of years when I. You have to if you. This were, is in Texas. In Texas. Oh, this makes more sense. If you're now. too okay. poor, if you're too poor to afford the like school lunch, you have to go to the teacher and ask for your lunch waiver, like lunch pass, every day. Oh god! And most days I could. That's ridiculous. In a lot of days I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was too embarrassed, and so I would actually go without eating all day, oh, just yeah. to like avoid the embarrassment of like everybody in the class knowing my parents didn't give me like money for lunch that day. Wait, I thought and you're so, homeschooled. I said I, w- I went for two years. Oh, for two years. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like the couple, I went from kindergarten first and second grade. Oh. That'd be really fun if you're homeschooled and you still had to get that waiver <laughs> yeah, from your mom. I'm a second grade dropout. <laughs> but but I, I'm just saying like it's the same kind of thing. It's horror. That was horrible. It was so embarrassing. It didn't get easier. So I feel these kids' pain like a lot. I hate this. this well, is that's a, not every kid was uh, part of that program. But every kid has a... I guess to, that's has true. Has like defecates and pees, that's a good point. right? I'm, I'm so, assuming. Well, I, I'm that's getting a good back. Point. I'm trying to answer your question that you asked five minutes ago about about when to become normalized after a while. Oh, and yeah. I don't know because I think there's still some judgment there because let's say that I'm you, saying. let's say regardless of your B plus or your A minus, okay, you went out <laughs> and your family had fucking Taco Bell, yeah. okay, the night before, and the teacher hands you the roll and it's like a full roll, but then you come back and like a third of it's gone. 
Yeah. Yo, you're getting judged. Or you maybe That's you get someone on your hand, or you get someone on your hand, and then you didn't leave anything for you know, like. Oh, oh yeah, that's the dilemma. It's like, oh shit, I don't want There's other like kids to judge kind, me. All kinds of things, you know. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> all kinds of things. It's the worst. I hate this. A this lot of a lot of variables involved in, the, in, in ass wiping of uh, school you know, children. Some kid, these kids are not using the toilet paper responsibly. They're flooding the toilets. The janitor has to clean it up cares. He has a fucking every every time these kids are flooding the toilet, they don't they <laughs> lost their toilet paper privileges. I'm all for the principal here. Someone did the toilet overflow and someone got water on their inward shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now the inward shoes are all soiled. <laughs> my, now my inward shoes are brown. <laughs> now my now my my yeah, my inward brown shoes are poop brown now. Uh so anyway, as far as the verdict goes in this one, I have to go legit outrage. I think this is fucking ridiculous. Let, let the kids poop in peace. Yeah, I think it's abusive and gross. I hate it. You know what? I think these goddamn kids are coddled nowadays too much. Wow. Tired of these goddamn kids. Oh, you can't do anything. Oh, they have to ask for toilet paper. Oh, the what? There are people, there are kids that are dying in Africa, okay? You can ask for some fuck. There are people yeah. in India that don't get, the entire country doesn't get fucking toilet paper. You would be you would be amazed if you could just ask and then toilet paper magically appears. But like these kids are grow a fucking spine. You have to go poo. Everyone has to poo. Ask this. We're all in the same boat. Ask for the toilet paper. Stop whining, little children. Fucking everyone has to coddle the kids every time they ask ask you a little thing. We're trying to prepare for these people for life. Yeah, but no, in real life you never have to ask for toilet paper. You yeah. have to do shit no, that you might no, not want to no. do when, that may make you a little uncomfortable. So when I go get to the over fuck, it. when I go to take a dump at work, I never have to go to my fucking boss and be like, "Hey, man, can I get the roll? Got to drop a number two. Yeah, that's horrible. It's fucking it's weird, horrible. man. You have it's to gross. do open mics, which is way worse. I mean, no, if you, yeah, you're not, not wrong. About you got to train, <laughs> and that, asking for toilet paper is great. I mean, it's like it's like one hundredth the the horror of an it's, open mic, Brooke. Is it not? Oh no, no. I, I dude, I would I would do the worst open mic every night for the rest of my life and ever have to ask for toilet paper. I'm sorry, this is upsetting what if to what me. if you I ran done the same mics that I've done? <laughs> what if you ran <laughs> the mics that are out there? What if you ran an open mic where you had to ask for to use toilet paper? Oh, let's start that mic. Oh my Honestly, god. Honestly, I could do that because that would be Fuck funny. It, but like I don't know, like as a child like it's so scary to be a kid. You have so little power and they're taking even like this tiny little bit of power that they have away from them. It's gross. I hate it. I teach them, you know, like to like to make lemons on like yeah, I take the toilet paper. Like, yeah, bitches, I took the toilet paper and I'm gonna use half of it, motherfuckers. So <laughs> I went to Taco Bell. Yeah. What us two thumbs and got a B plus right. and went to Taco Bell. This Yeah, guy. do you have to tell the teacher like how much you're getting? Like how does the logistics of this work? Well, do this they say? is the problem. Okay, do so one teacher actually asked the kid, and this is I am outraged about. She's like, what are you doing? Because you have to I have to then she would like give you the squares based on that. <laughs> That's terrible. Like, okay. Wait, she counted. Brooke's face is yeah. like, oh, why didn't you mention this to me? No, it's just, this is yeah. amazing. Just, this is amazing. I do think this is horrible. That it's is really horrible. It's upsetting to me. I think they should just give you the entire roll and then you do what you think. You bring the roll back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I think it's two to one legit outrage in this one yeah. is uh, how we're going here. And we, before we go, we always ask our guests, Miss Arnold, is there anything you're currently pissed off about that you want to let some steam off on? I mean, I'm pissed off about everything. Like this, just this. I if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. But that's what irritates me is that we get all caught up in these like this bullshit, like flooding the toilet or shoes on Groupon, and like it's like we we actually like have a legitimate lunatic 
as the most powerful person in the world. Somebody who is doing nothing about the encroaching climate change. No, we already took somebody down Weinstein. It's cool. <laughs> somebody who's doing nothing <laughs> about climate change, which is a very real thing that's actually could very seriously kick our like destroy our entire species really soon you know so your outrage, i saw what your outrage would be based on the fact that people are getting outraged over stupid shit and not focusing on what you think are the most important tasks at hand correct i think that people feel no i feel that people feel disempowered to make any real large changes in the world and i feel like they concentrate on this bullshit because it's the yeah. only places where they feel like <laughs> they have any kind of control or any kind of power, right? I don't have any power over what's happening in my world, but I can control how many squares this kid gets. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't have any control in the world. I like I I can't I can't deal with the fact that I live in a country that is systemically imprisoning and murdering black men so i'm gonna get mad mm -hmm. about some shoes on groupon this is it's just it's that's what I mean it's like i do I do believe that people have have good motives i just think that they're misplacing their anger because this seems like these things seem like easy problems to solve yes yeah, so and because we can't have actual conversations about the real problems that we have we never end up we just kind of scream at each other about this like minutia yeah, yeah. so you, you feel that uh the, the quote-unquote woke people should be focusing on the actual harm that's being done to people rather than this sort of things that really aren't harming people all that much. Is that is that what 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 I'm getting out of this? No. <laughs> okay. I just like why do you have to re why do you have to reframe what I'm saying? Well, it's no, so I, crazy. I, well, no, 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 no. I'm not to reframe. I'm just I'm, I'm trying to 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 concisely um uh, what Define I'm saying it. is that I, I I don't I don't tell woke people or anybody else what the fuck to do. Uh, that's not my business. Well, that's what we do on this show. So uh, you're on the wrong path. Okay, cool. <laughs> apparently, but I I'm just saying that I think that this is a symptom of feeling out of control about larger things. So we we're we're pick we're picking at each other. We're po it's like a husband and a wife who have big problems in their marriage and or the relationship, and they kind of poke each other about little things like, hey, why'd you leave the door open? Oh why'd you leave the yeah, toilet you seat use my up? soap again. Yeah, that kind of. It's kinda... like this is like passive this is like us being all passive aggressive towards each other because we don't want to deal with the larger problems and it's I, not that we it's I not like that, that it's like not that. that people aren't it's not that i think people need to do this or people aren't doing this it's that i think that this is a symptom of just a pervasive anxiety that everyone feels about how the world is right now it's an interesting cause and effect thing i've always had a different slightly different view yeah. I, and, I, but i haven't thought about it like how you're saying it brooke but it always seemed to me like People don't know what to pay attention to. They're 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 actually just on. They don't know what to uh, take seriously, and then they take this stuff seriously, um, and it starts from like just a lack of like under uh, understanding what you should take seriously. But I haven't thought about it like this is like how they're reacting to to feeling unempowered. But I think that's a lot of what that I I do hear that it, it's, yeah. it's forms of what you just said, and I think that's interesting to to think about. Yeah, and I, mm. I think there is a difference. I think as we get as we as we transition more into an information culture, we we think words and information is like the most important thing rather than actions, right? So this outrages me. The the children in England outrages me because that's happening to real people every day. Like little kids are living through this. A fucking web like a fucking web page. I don't the care. The horror, just, Sandy. Like, that you doesn't hear that? anybody. They're that's living fine. through this. It's the horror of having to ask for TP. 
I don't know. I think it's abusive and gross. Uh, oh, it's fucked up. I agree. No, I, I, <laughs> just I personally, I'm not saying it's worse than anything anybody else has gone through. I'm just saying I don't like it. I think it's bad. I think I think it hurt. I think people are being hurt by that in a way that like a you know whatever the fuck a comedian says, no one's ever hurt so by. That you know? might, I mean, this. I mean, potentially this that could scar some kid for life. He has to run home and try to take a dump in his what pants if a kid like holds it and shits in his pants exactly and, like yeah. in front of everybody like it's just like it's just so unnecessary i i like i like everything you just said actually i think it's uh i never thought of it again i, I want to echo what sandy said i i think that that's the power angle people feel like they're powerless so they just spend their energy on stupid crap and that's kind of one thing our show has tried to do so, uh, for you know however many episodes we've done now is we've tried to, to kind of you know, figure out what are the things that are worth spending your energy getting upset about and what aren't. Right. And that's kind of how it is. So that, that's a good little, that's a smart ending right here to the show, I think, for Thank sure. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have something more to say? I'm sorry. No. no. <laughs> I'm outraged. <laughs> there we go. We got one. All right. So that's a good place to put a bow on this. Uh, follow us online at Fake Outrage Ripped. Email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Give us those kick-ass reviews. You can follow Brooke Arnold online at brookearnold.com. Uh, on Facebook at Brooke Ashley Arnold. Instagram, the Brooke Arnold. Sandeep Sen. Any parting thoughts? Uh, own the toilet paper, kids. Own it. We're, we're, we all poop and we all, we all shit. That's one thing we should learn in childhood is that don't be embarrassed about that.